Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. So the photo op is over. Democrats are pretending they are outraged by the treatment of the National Guard. They are outraged and they want to know who is responsible. Republicans aren't in charge of anything. The commander-in-chief is a Democrat. The Speaker of the House is a Democrat. The Senate Majority Leaders are Democrat. The Democrats control everything. Right now as we speak, Antifa is burning Portland. The National Guard is sleeping on concrete. What did these National Guardsmen do? Were some of them caught wearing MAGA hats? We know that got someone bounced out. Even though the Army said... The individuals that were removed, all 12 of them, none of them constituted a threat of any kind. We have not been told why they have been removed. Maybe Bernie Sanders could have lent some of them his mittens. If you remember correctly, it was the mayor of D.C., Muriel Bowser, that kicked the National Guard out of their D.C. hotel rooms. People who jumped the border five minutes ago are getting better treatment than our guardsmen. People who jumped the border five minutes ago are being given access to health care, comfortable accommodations, and food. This is Joe Biden's America, day two. And the media, I mean the hyperventilating. Some of these people on CNN were just, they were outraged. They were outraged. Outraged. These are your friends. Your friends are in charge. Jake Tapper, if you think this is quote unquote hideous, talk to your buddies. They're in charge now. This is only day two. We got four years of this. Day two. Antifa is on the move and the National Guard is sleeping on the floor in a parking garage with no heat, one bathroom, and one electrical outlet. 5,000 troops. They keep saying, somebody's got to be held accountable for this. Okay, who gave the order? Was it the Capitol Police, the Sergeant-at-Arms, the Speaker of the House, the Senate Majority? Who who did this? Wasn't Donald Trump? Donald Trump's in Mar-a-Lago. Donald Trump is back to being a private citizen. Four years in, for one you know, one term and done. He's in, he's out, he's done. Except for this impeachment trial that's going to start on Monday. Which is a steaming pile of bullstein. And the Democrats know it. And you know what? If Republicans had any, any spine in the Senate, they would turn to Joe Biden and say, if you don't call off, if you don't personally call off Schumer, with the threat of a pardon, you're not getting any of your nominees through. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. The Democrats are about to shred another part of the Constitution. The Constitution makes no provision whatsoever for a Senate trial to be held whereby which the person being tried is no longer a function of government. 
Article 2, Section 4. The President, Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment and for conviction of treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. Does not say the post-president, a private citizen, a former president, says the president. Donald Trump is not the president. The Constitution does not give the House and the Senate jurisdiction over a private citizen in the case of impeachment. They are about to shred a firewall in the Constitution that everybody's going to come to regret because then that would mean that if Republicans take the House in the Senate in 2022, they can go back and impeach Barack Obama or Bill Clinton if they wanted to. Now, saying, well, for, for what reason? There could be lots of reasons. Barack Obama authorized the use of a drone strike against an American citizen who was not even charged with a crime. Anwar Alakwi, a low-life piece of garbage, and the world is probably better off without him, but we still have rules, you know. And citizens have rights. The President of the United States killed an American citizen without charge, without trial. Should he be impeached from that? No one's above the law, right? Now, after a $65 million book deal, I don't think Barack Obama gives a damn about the presidential pension and probably could afford his own private security, but that's the point. They could still do it. Because remember, Democrats gloated. They beat their chests during the first Trump impeachment. Treason, bribery, and high crimes and misdemeanors are whatever the Congress says it is. You want to go back and get Bill Clinton for the Loral Space and Communications deal? We can get him. Took 300 grand from the Chinese military. 300 grand. Are you sure you want to do this? 1-866-95-PATRIOT-957-2874. Watch the media try to whitewash this. This is nobody. I mean, it's somebody's fault. Can't possibly be anyone, you know. They're going to hang, who are they going to hang out for this? Is the media going to ask tough questions? Is the media going to have none of this? I want you to listen very, very carefully. Very, very carefully to Yamichi Alcindor. She went on a program on MSNBC hosted by a woman who, I, I don't know what the appeal of Joy Reid is. I don't understand it. I watch some of these leftist broadcasters, and it is nothing more than hyperventilating, emotion, phony wokeness. I never hear any citations of the Constitution or history or any actual political theory. It's just whatever upsets them at the moment. But Yamichi Alcindor is considered a hero to the left. She's a Haitian immigrant who works for PBS and CNN. Play cut four. It is a new day, Joy. We are in this situation where we are covering the White House. Wait, stop, stop. I, I forgot to answer. You guys started all over again. Cue back up. This is a person who works for PBS, which is supposed to be down the line neutral. The who, the what, the when, the where, and the how. 
We've watched for four years as April Ryan, Yamichi Alcindor, Jim Acosta, all the rest of them, you know, pontificating about journalism while practicing advocacy. These are not journalists. They are not journalists. They are advocates. They are activists. They are leftists with an agenda. Now, if they just came out and said that, all of our lives would be easier. But they still pretend and uphold this facade that what they are doing is the who, the what, the when, the why, and the how. It is not on any level. So here she is opining about how incredible this new day is. Play it. It is a new day, Joy. We are in this situation where we are covering a White House that respects the idea of truth. That says, yes, we might have disagreements. We might have tense exchanges. But ultimately, we see each other as human beings that we can talk to in a way that doesn't feel um, aggressive or, or targeting or, or charged. I think it is it is a feeling that I that I think both reporters here are feeling a bit of relief, frankly. Um, this is, again, a White, a White House that will be have to be held accountable. We're going to ask tough questions. I'm going to ask tough questions. But at least we're in a situation where they're saying we're going to level with you. We're not going to lie to you up front. We're not going to we're not going to make things up of whole cloth. And what Dr. Anthony Fauci said about being liberated and letting science talk in the middle of a pandemic, it to me sums up the situation that we were in before, which is that the science was not speaking, the facts and data were not speaking. This is the president, again, who will have to be held accountable, but at least he's not making up truth and alternative facts. That is behind us, we feel. The president, 45, Trump, never said never said to inject bleach. The media reported he said that. The president never said to ingest fish tank cleaner. The media said he said that. The president never said the cure was UV light in, injected into or shot into a vein or an artery. The media said he said that. He never said it wasn't serious. He was going on the original projections that were created by Fauci and Burks when he said it would be over by summer. The original skepticism of masks came from Fauci. Nancy Pelosi told us to come down to Chinatown. AOC told us we were racist if we didn't go to Chinese restaurants. Right before shutting down all the restaurants, Chinese or otherwise. The media invented the story. They created the Trump COVID narrative. They lied repeatedly for four years about the president. They lied about Russia. They lied about the phone call. They lied about things that he said when he never said them, and they didn't even have any tape to prove that he said it. But what Yamichi Alcindor is saying is, we have no intention of asking tough questions. She could say that she's going to ask tough questions, but they're not going to be the incendiary rhetoric questions or rhetorical questions of Jim Acosta. They're not going to come at Jen Psaki and say, why are you a white nationalist? They never once gave Kaylee McEnany the benefit of the doubt. Even though she's a Harvard Law grad, they treated her like some plastic Barbie doll. Can you imagine how the mainstream media would, would react and how Democrats would react if Kaylee McEnany ever gave the bullcrap answer she gave Peter Ducey, Jen Psaki gave Peter Ducey on why weren't the luminaries at the inauguration following the laws that we were they were they, they said we all had to follow play cut 2 
Why weren't President Biden and all members of the Biden family masked at all times on federal lands last night if he signed an executive order that mandates masks on federal lands at all times? At the inaugural at the memorial, yes. I, I think, Steve, he was celebrating uh, an evening uh, of a historic day in our country, and certainly he signed the mask mandate because it's a way to send a message to the American public about the importance of uh, wearing masks, how it can save tens of thousands of lives. We take a number of COVID precautions, as you know here, in terms of testing, social distancing, mask wearing ourselves, as, as we do every single day. But I don't know that I have more for you on it than that. Do you remember when we, some of you, how many of you have been with me since the Obama years? Robert Gibbs was the potato because he sounded about as smart as a potato. Mike, who was the next one? We called him hash brown potatoes. And then there was, yeah, Jay Carney was mashed potatoes. And then there was another one we called hash brown potatoes. Maybe we should start calling this one potato chips because this woman is as dumb as a bag of hammers. Well, uh, you, you know, it was, it, you signed an executive order saying that everybody has to wear a mask on federal grounds. Then you didn't wear a mask. What does that say? Now, if all through this pandemic for the past 10 months, we approached these things rationally and said, look, if people aren't uh, symptomatic, if they are staying largely six feet apart, if you're dealing with families that reside in a household, this wouldn't be a big deal. But for all the talk of Republicans being National Socialist German Worker Party members, the Democrats became quite fascistic about mask wearing. Top-down authoritarian about mask wearing. Either you have to wear a mask for safety or you don't. This idea that If it's a George Floyd protest, the virus doesn't spread. But if it's a MAGA rally, it does. That somehow people on the streets celebrating a Lakers championship win is not a super spreader, but people protesting in their state capital to allow them to reenter their businesses does. This is this is the bullcrap that they demand. This is the double think bullcrap bullstein that they demand that we adhere to. That wasn't even a good attempt because Jen Psaki's not smart enough. And you're going to get this for as long as she's press secretary. This idiocy. See, try to imagine. Try to imagine this. Without knowing anything but any but, but resumes. If you didn't know who Jen Psaki was, you didn't know who Kaylee McEnany was, you said, okay, here's the tale of two press secretaries. Here are their resumes. And one of them is going to work for Trump and the other one's going to work for Biden. Do you think the average Democrat if they were told one of them was Trump's, would be the Harvard Law grad? No. So this whole thing, again, it's the Wilkow Guide to Two-Way Media Perception. Kaylee McEnany, Kaylee McEnany is some dumb blonde and Jen Psaki's a thundering intellectual, even though she just gave you one of the dumbest answers you've ever heard. It continued. Play cut three. But as uh, Joe Biden often talks about, uh, it is not just important the... Uh, example of power, but the power of our example. Was that a good example for people who are watching who might not pay attention uh, normally? Well, Steve, I think uh, the power of his example is also 
uh, the message he sends by sign signing 25 executive orders, including uh, almost half of them related to COVID, uh, the requirements that we're all under every single day here to ensure we're sending that message to the public. Yesterday was a historic moment in our history. He was inaugurated as that president doesn't change of the United anything. States. He was surrounded by his family. We take a number of precautions, but I don't think I think we have big, bigger issues to, to worry about at this moment in time. Yes, let's answer questions about whether or not they're going to change the color scheme in Air Force One. Again, we're back to what bewilders you? What enchants you? Jeff Zeleny to Barack Obama, first hundred days. The tough questions about how you like your toast toasted or your coffee poured. Or what's your favorite breakfast cereal? Wines at 695, Patriot 9572874. These people don't have a damn bit of interest in holding this government accountable now. And Peter Ducey, guarantee you they try to kick him out because he works for Fox News. Actually, by the way, going to say this, very, very nice guy. Very down-to-earth nice guy. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.